0: Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes
1: life sweeter. Hello, thank you for joining us today. This is Samantha Harris, travel agent with Pineapple Escapes. In February, I participated in my very first Run Disney event. It was the Princess Weekend 5K. And joining me that weekend and also here today is Jamie Weidel and Jennifer Stoll. The Princess 5K um, was also Jamie's first Run Disney experience. Jamie, can you tell us what your impression was of the Run Disney event?
0: I was super impressed. Just the whole way that it was all set up and how we went and got our bibs and our shirts and the whole feel of everything, how structured and organized it was for so many people that were there. It was really early. That was probably the (laughs) the one (laughs) struggle. But it was such a neat experience and definitely something that I want to do again. We were exhausted that night. Samantha and I and Kate and Christy actually boarded a cruise that night. And so by that evening at dinner on the ship, we were totally exhausted because we had been up so early, but it was such a neat experience and event and Disney does such a great job of having it organized and efficient
1: for so many people that are participating. I I was super impressed. So I do think it's important to note this was, you know, somebody's bright idea to, hey, let's try just the 5k because I'm not a runner. (laughs) So let's try the 5K just so that we can experience the whole Run Disney experience. And it truly is an experience the whole weekend. But nobody told us until after we signed up that we had to be on the bus at like 4 a.m.
0: It was earlier than that, wasn't it? it wasn't like 3.30. Yeah. <laughs> you guys were there
2: probably between 3 and 3.30, Samantha. So yeah. Yourself short.
1: <laughs> I mean, and whose bright idea? Like, who does that? Who gets up at three o'clock in the morning to go run? Sorry. Jennifer. Jennifer. Jennifer does. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that brings us. So Jennifer is actually our run Disney expert for pineapple escapes. The rest of us just like attempted this whole experience for fun and to be able to help our clients plan their weekend. But Jennifer actually does this for fun. So, Jennifer, why don't you tell us about your background with Run Disney?
2: Well, give yourself more credit, girls, because getting up that early and doing all that with that many people is a big deal. So whether you walk it or run it, I don't think it matters. It's just being a participant and, you know, doing the best you can. But I was just telling you guys before we started, I've done uh, Wine and Dine Run Disney events. And this year would have marked the third Princess Weekend that I've done. But the only difference with the one this year, while you guys left to go on your cruise, I stayed behind and I did the 10K the next day. And then I did the half marathon on the third day. So I was up three days in a row between 2.30 and 3. And I'm a lot older than you two. So
1: So Jennifer wins the crazy award.
2: (laughs) Well, this year, um, I have other friends that participate with me, and we are going to try. There's an event, a run Disney event in January, and it's called Marathon Weekend. It's very popular because it's the only run Disney event in which they have a full marathon on the fourth day. And there are a lot of maniacs out there that like to do that 26.2 marathon, and not me. But um, we're going to participate that and try the 5K, the 10K, and the half. And that might be it for me. But anyway, they sponsor the Wine and Dines in November. And then in January is the Marathon Weekend. End of February is the Princess Weekend. And they have a spring event. It just changes so often. Before it was Star Wars, and everybody was very into it. And this year, they just called it their spring event event. It seems like, you know, COVID threw it off a little bit, of course. But every year, I think they change the theme to the spring one. And then during the summer, they they do not have the runs. It's really hot there, obviously, during the summer. So that's kind of my background with it so far.
1: So you draw the line at at running the marathon, but you'll do the 5K, the 10K, and the half. Yes. All like back to back. I I mean, separate days, but 5K one day, 10K the next And then the half the third day. Yeah, they call, call, what is that? I was going to say they have a name for that, right? Which one is that? 19.3 Club. So they call it the
2: 19.3 miles. And then I had a, I got an extra medal, a fourth medal because I completed all three in a row. They have the Dopey, that's what you're thinking about. That's a big challenge. The fairy tale Challenge is the medal that I received and it's just that extra the fourth medal i guess that says hey they participated in all three the dopey challenge goes with the marathon weekend and that's the really crazy ones that do all four and the marathon being the last one so yes i cut i draw the line at that
1: and here i'm <laughs> like really so proud of my 5k medal that it's hanging on my bulletin yeah. board in my office and I, I really won't like advertise how long it took us <laughs> to do that <laughs> okay, It was a little bit ridiculous, <laughs> but it was a good time,
2: yeah, that's the whole point of it. And because Disney's sponsoring it, and I wholeheartedly agree with Jamie about the organization of it and how much work and how many volunteers went to sponsoring that weekend. and it the medal, you know, I love the medal and the shirts. The organization makes it, though. And no matter if you do the 5K, 10K, or the half, you still were out of bed participating and getting some exercise in before most of your friends were thinking about getting out of bed. So you have to look Very at it. Very true. That way.
1: <laughs> yeah. But as far as the experience of it, I loved, like, we, I won't say we ran, we walked. Um We took our time. We walked through um, Epcot was where this route was for the 5K that we did. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, before the park was open, the only people in there were for the were there for the race. There were characters out that you could get pictures with. Mm-hmm. Overall, to me, it was a really neat experience. Like, take the 5K out of the equation. It was such a fun time just being in the park with other people who were just crazy enough to be up that early and getting to walk through the park with, a little bit less crowd than it's there during the day before opening, and you know, just to see the characters, and you could stop and take pictures with them. So, I mean, our 5k was, I mean, a ridiculous time of I think two hours and something, but it was so nice just to take the leisurely walk through Epcot with you know, not racing to get to a ride or to the finish line. And yes, and I think I had not done the five
2: and the 10k until this year, I've only ever done the half. and when the sun comes up, which you are there, when the sun's coming up, you know, that's a great part of it. And I I liked at Epcot this year that you mentioned, in the middle of the lake, they did some designs and some lighting that said, you know, run Disney, and it had um, the things that run our metals. And so they always add those little extra touches for you, which makes it so much more worthwhile. But I've never run completely in the dark. That was the first time. The 5 and the 10K, we were completely in the dark, I felt like. I don't know about you guys, but the half the sun is coming up a lot quicker, it seems
1: like. Well, we were out no, there we, long we, enough
0: that it started <laughs> yeah. coming up.
1: But it was dark for a while. <laughs> it was no longer dark when we finished, Jennifer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> One of the things that I thought was really neat was how each race had its own like princess associated with it. So like yeah. each medal had a different princess, and then the shirts we had were different mm-hmm. colors and different prints. Like they just did a neat job of like, like Disney does with everything of the theming and keeping everything like together and all of that. So like the 5K was Cinderella. So we had like the light blue shirts with Cinderella on them. And then our metal had Cinderella. Like it was just really neat, I thought. And they do the bibs
2: that way too. You know, most of the time the bib, they people don't know what a bib is. You have to show the people As you're running or walking, the bib has to be supposed to be placed on your shirt, but it has a chip behind it that they've attached. And that tells you how long you took, which Samantha, once again, doesn't matter. But most people take those bibs and just undo them, tear them off and throw them away. I didn't do that this time because the bibs that Disney provide match the theme. And I thought that was really cool. So you have your name on there and you have your bib number and you can save that. Like I saved mine to put with my medals and then, of course, the shirts. So it's just one more step to personalize it. You know, with Disney, they go that extra mile to, um, you know, add a little more theme to whatever's going on.
1: Yeah, I was thoroughly impressed with just the whole, like I said, it's an experience, not just a race. I mean, if I was to do a local 5K, you're there an hour. And then you're done with the rest of your day. But this is a whole weekend event. It is.
2: And they have lots of things set up, you know, around the parks. Um, you mentioned that we went through Upcon the 5K. The 10K was Hollywood Studios mostly. And then the half I went through with the Magic Kingdom. I mean, going through the castle, I can't tell you. See, I need to talk you guys into doing that half. <laughs> because you come from the back and you run through the front and they have a photographer there. You just know that that person's there waiting to get a picture of you coming through the castle. Um, And so then you wind down and you do end up at Epcot. The only one that we don't go through uh, is animal kingdom. And that that has been on the route before they change it up a little bit. And if you guys decide you want to go further than the 5k, Disney does a, a equally um, good a job at making sure that you're hydrated. It was hot. I don't know how f- hot you all felt, but I was hot even in February. So they have plenty of um, hydration stations every mile from mile one on. Gatorade, water, they alternate. They have little things to eat, like the beans, as we call them, the jelly beans, to make sure that you're getting some nutrition. And then the medical stations are everywhere. And there are always people either on bikes or on foot with the uh, medical equipment or, you know, something telling you that if you need help, they're there. And so Disney, besides the characters and all the really fun stuff, they watch out to make sure that you're also staying healthy. You're not, you know, getting um, sick as things are going on. That's the last thing that they want. So that's through the whole, all those other, the other two races at 10K and a half, that's through the whole Whole thing. And you know, you cross that finish line and stand there with your medals, and you think, man, I could do 10 more of these. No, it's just the way to do it up. You know, and people have signs and people are cheering for you. I was having problems with my foot. She took me right over to the first aid station and helped me. So um you get what you pay for. I realize it's an expensive weekend. I really I wouldn't do it this many times if I didn't feel like I wasn't getting what I was paying for. But I really think they do a a bang up job when they're sponsoring these events.
1: So you mentioned like running through the castle and I see pictures of people that come through the castle and they're so excited. And I'm like, that sounds amazing. But the one thing that holds me back <laughs> is the running 13 miles to get there. <laughs> Now, remember, I don't run the whole thing.
2: You can run and walk it. They just showed Al Roker on, I don't remember if he's on Good Morning Marathon. I can't remember because I don't watch the morning shows. He walked an entire half marathon around Central Park and some other areas. So it's doable. Um, And that's a good point to bring up in terms of time. You know, they want the parks open so others can get in. I mean, others have paid for that weekend. You're not the only people there. And so they do have to keep you to a time limit. They try to stay at uh, 16 minutes or less per mile per person. They have a group of ladies called the balloon ladies. Fortunately, I've only seen them once and that was in the parking lot. And that's when they were talking. But it truly is a group of about five or six women. And they are walking and they're the very last people to start pretty much just the 5K, excuse me, 10K and half, the half for sure, they have balloons in their hands. And they're the big balloons, you know, with Mickey and Minnie or whoever inside. So if you're from the middle to the back, you can usually turn around, you might be able to see them. And their job is to make sure that you are keeping up with that 16-minute pace per mile. They do not like sweeping people, which is when they have to take them off the course because it's just getting to be too much. They encourage people. I've, I've heard great stories of people saying they encourage them the whole way through. But they know you're, you're there and you spend a lot of money and you want to finish that race. So their job is to just keep you smiling and say, you know, we got to pick up the pace a little bit. If they do sweep you, which I had a friend that happened to once, um, she thought it was wonderful. She <laughs> thought it was as much fun as being in the race. But they put her on a bus. And they tended to her immediately. Oh, are you okay? Let's massage your legs. And um, they took her back to a tent, gave her a medal, even though she didn't f- gave food, you know, the whole thing. She felt like she was treated like a princess. And so Disney, once again, steps in and tries to make you feel like, you know, you did do a great job and you got there. We just couldn't let you finish. So the balloon ladies, if you ask people who do these a lot, they know exactly. <laughs>
1: So, Jennifer, how did this year compare, you know, there were so many that were canceled during COVID and there's Mm -hmm. different restrictions and procedures now that were there prior to COVID. Right. So how did this year um, differ from previous years, but yet still give you that same run Disney experience that it's famous for? Well, I was supposed to do the one in 2021.
2: And that's the big, that was canceled completely that year. I was signed up for the princess. And so that's when I moved everything to this year. And, you know, I was thinking about that question because you sent it ahead to me. And on the buses, they asked us, even though the po- policy had dropped, they did ask us to wear masks on the bus, which I thought was appropriate. Most of the people that I saw on the bus that I rode had them on and were being respectful. I noticed a little bit when we were, uh, say, lining up to do certain things. I think people were really doing this on their own. They were trying to keep as separate as possible. Now, I know they did not accept as many registrations as usual. They cut back on the number of participants. Overall, I felt like they were pretty much back together again. I did not see a lot of difference. And you guys lined up with me for the 5K. So, you felt people in front of you and behind you and kind of all over you. Am I yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. There's that feeling of you know. I even had that feeling standing there, like this is weird. I haven't been in a huge crowd like this before. But I didn't. I felt like it really was more back to normal. And Disney was, if you wanted a precaution, needed a precaution, wanted a mask. You know they. Did anything pretty much to make sure that you got anything you needed to feel safe and secure. Honestly, Samantha, I didn't notice much difference, if at all. Just the masks on the bus.
1: That's good to know. You know, that Disney has taken lots of steps to get kind of back to where we were with keeping, you know, everybody's health and safety in the back of your mind. But still able to get back to enjoying these kind of events.
2: Right. And I did, I felt that the whole way through. You know, lining ups where you feel it the most. People are just yeah. pushing to get started. Oh, you know, right. and then spread out. But, and I'll mention this, I won't talk the whole time, but I will mention we decided to try something different this year. And as we're talking about Run Disney, I'd like to compare it real quick and share with you. I've always stayed on property. And this time we stayed off. And we just wanted to see. Difference wise, you know, was there a difference? What were they? And for me, it was a big difference. I wouldn't stay off property again, especially during a race. Um, We stayed at at one of the friendlies. It was wonderful. Don't get me wrong. It was the breakfast was great. Mickey waffles, you know, the whole decor, everything was great. Room was great. The reason I wouldn't stay off of it during a race weekend, though, is because of the transportation. That's part of it, not all of it. I was worried the entire time, where am I going to park? Am I going to be okay? The two, two of the races, I was by myself, and we had a rental car. And so that made me pretty nervous. It was nice. I didn't have to pay parking to get in. They let me in and out. But getting out was miserable because people are coming in. You're getting out. There's a lot of traffic. I think I would have felt much more secure had I been on their transportation knowing it was on them and knowing that they had to get me where I needed to go, where they would make sure that that happened again. And just that convenience of picking you up at the resort, I don't know. I, I would just say um, the sheer convenience of it and just that mindset of, I know what I'm doing, I know where I'm going because they are taking me. So we just tried it. I just wanted to see what the difference would be or wouldn't be. And um, I would totally recommend it for the race weekends. They take care of you from beginning to end.
1: Well, Jamie and Kate and I did stay on resort and it was super easy Mm -hmm. to get on the bus. The bus dropped us off right where we needed to be at the time. By the time we needed to be there, they started running earlier than normal, obviously. And as a side note, we stayed club level at our resort that weekend. And so the resort actually, the club level opened up Early, you know, beyond their normal breakfast hours, and had grab bags and food for us to eat a quick breakfast and to take some snacks with us for the race. So that was really, you know, fantastic of the club level there because they recognized that people were there for that race and were getting up Mm -hmm. outside of breakfast hours. And we were kind of concerned with not having a vehicle. Like, what are we going to do for breakfast that morning? And because we stayed club level, there was not an issue at all. So that was a fantastic perk mm-hmm. of being upgraded there to the club level
2: well and i think probably over the years the first year i did it those the, i was staying at like all-star or something like that you're right they did not have breakfast open and the night before we got to thinking about it and so you know we had some things with us but i think enough comments have been made to disney that we need to open on those days we need to have something open and available for people who need to get to that race, and you know it's early. And you, me always thinking about food, I'm not that hungry at 3.30, but I'm grabbing something. But here's the thing, you stand there in your spot from anywhere from 3.30 to 4, all the way till they start the race, and you might not leave your spot till 6 or 6.30. I'm hungry again at that yeah. point. And if two and a half, that's not a good thing. So... I'm glad that Disney's starting to recognize that. And then you're right. You Like I had to bring my own stuff and, you know, doing that after doing it several times, you get you get the feel of it. But, yeah, I am I was the one that ate twice before we even started the race. So,
1: well, we, that go. wasn't something that we thought about in advance. So the night before we asked the people, you know, is there any way we could get. I think Jamie wanted a cup of coffee. And he said, yes, I yeah. think, was it 2.30 or 3 o'clock? They were opening the club level and had snacks and bottles of water set out so you could have your breakfast, but then also take some things with you.
2: Nice. And the bag helps. You can carry it with you. And Yes.
1: Yeah, we right had the little drawstring you- bag so that we were able to take our snacks with us too. But the next Princess Weekend is February 23rd. Well, yes, the 23rd Great. through the you're 26th, right. right, of 2023. Correct. So registration Correct. for that actually opens up coming up here really quickly on June 21st. So what kind of tips do you have for those that want to register what, for that process?
2: Well, there's kind of two ways to do it. Um, if you're registering on your own, just say for yourself. Ours is always set up. There's four of us that do it, but we have one person do it for us. If you get through the queue, you are given a, an opportunity to add more people to your registration. So we always try to set one person doing it. Registration opens that morning. It's 10 o'clock Orlando time. But for me, that's 9 a.m. So I have three <laughs> different mechanisms or devices. I have my iPad set up, I'll have my laptop, and my phone. And I will be at school when I do it. Usually, for the other ones, but this one I'll be home. And I just sit there and keep clicking refresh until hopefully I get through. It's a very popular event. And I noticed this year, they backed off on how many bids they were selling at first, and released more as time went on. But you can't guarantee that you don't know that they're going to do that. So as soon as you know, five minutes till 10, two minutes till 10, what have you, get on your device, make sure you've already logged in, make sure you have your log, Dis- uh, excuse me, run Disney account, and you're ready to hit it as soon as it opens up. 5k goes the quickest because it, like you said, it's a short one and a happy one. Everybody loves that one. 10k and a half will go pretty quickly behind that. One year, the year before COVID, it the entire thing sold out in 30 minutes. That's insane. So. <laughs>
1: it it is it is insane so there's a lot of planning um just to even register you can't it's not something you can just decide okay i want to do this so we had um, a couple of us that decided to do this last year for the first time and jennifer had to walk us through the steps of what to do so we could register because none of us knew what to do but now there are several of us that do so if you have any questions you want to participate in one of the run disney events As agents for Pineapple Escapes, we cannot actually procure your race bib for you, but we can help you plan your weekend. So, you know, before we wrap up, Jamie, do you want to kind of give our listeners, you know, some examples of how we can help them plan their run Disney weekend? Well, I think that the biggest thing that we offer is our own
0: expertise. A lot of us have done this. Obviously, Jennifer has done it multiple times. So we have the experience of having been through A Run Disney Weekend, we can help you with all of those little details, your room stay, your tickets for going to the parks, information about different dining options, and all of the normal things that we do that come with our normal Disney planning, we can do to help you with your Run Disney Weekend. And since we do one of our specialties is Disney destinations, we Mm. really enjoy planning all parts of Disney, and these race weekends are a big part of that, so... I think that our biggest thing is our expertise and our ability to help you make everything about your Disney weekend
1: magical. Right. And even though we had a good time when we did this event in February, we did this so that we could help you know our clients navigate this mm-hmm. weekend because it is an entire experience. There are so many different pieces of it that you have to fit together so that you can have the best weekend. And so that was the reason that we decided some of us, you know, we're not runners. I don't do 5Ks at home, but hey, let's go, let's go try this because, you know, logistically most people can walk three miles. When we go to Disney, we walk way more than that in a day anyway. So, you know, we just don't choose to do it at three o'clock in the morning, but we did this so that we could experience where do you go to get on the bus? What do you need to know before you get there? Do you need to pack your snacks and breakfast the night before? But that way that we can better help our clients navigate this weekend. So there are several of us that have been there. And if you have a question that one of us cannot answer, Jennifer is on hand to answer all of our questions for us. (laughs) So if you book with any of your Pineapple Escapes agents, you also get Jennifer's expertise also, you know, just as kind of a side dish.
2: (laughs) Well, I agree it's very it is overwhelming the first time we did it i can't stress enough to stay on property and that's what we do you know the tickets and the where you're going to stay what resort those things but there's multiple steps to you even getting to just you know being at the race and standing there you know we can help them with telling them oh well you need to go over to the expo and when you need to be there when your flights need to be there you know, I don't suggest coming in the day of the race or the night before because your expo's is only out open certain hours. Um, and Jamie was talking about, you know, going to the expo and you have to pick up your bib and, you know, there's just other little things that you have to do. And if we can just share with our clients those extra steps, it'll make their life much easier and not be as nervous. I remember the first time I did it and I just did it off the seat of my pants and had no help with the race whatsoever. And, um, you learn as you go, but it's nice to be able to give your clients that personal touch. You know what we've done it before, so we can help you. And if not, we'll find somebody that will. So.
1: And if you're even just kind of a mild Disney person, I do, I think this is something you should experience. I think, you know, if you just grab some friends and go for a weekend. You could do the 5K or the 10K, if you know, or, you know, if you're adventurous, do something, you know, like the half marathon. But if you just want to go do the 5K and experience the the Disney experience and then go to the parks with your friends, it makes for a fun weekend. We had a good time. We crammed a little bit too much into our time and not enough downtime and rest for our four o'clock morning, but But we learned a lot and we had a great time doing it. And you've experienced
2: it now. So you know what it feels like and you know what it feels like to, oh, this is the interesting one, Um, the wine and dine. They have an after party that the other races do not have as of yet. And so the half marathons on a Sunday for that particular weekend, unless they of course change it. But they have an after party that night for only the participants and their guests they purchased tickets for. Did that for the first time. Then almost two years ago, the after party was fabulous. But I was so tired, you know, and you're trying to stay awake. It was like after eight o'clock, you got in the park. They had all kinds of music and they had the samples of the food for you and, and the drink. And it just was, it was a great after party. And there was, it was limited. So it was nice but going to that party afterwards after doing all that mileage during the day. Yeah. You figure out pretty quickly what you're going to be able to stay awake for and whatnot. And most <laughs> of us want all of it, so.
1: Yeah. You definitely have to, to enjoy your weekend. You definitely need to um, build in some rest time. And as agents, when we travel together, we typically try to get as much in as our time and learn as much as possible. And we don't build in that rest time and, Jamie right. and they they laughed at me because I'm the night owl of the group and our um first night on the cruise I was asleep by like eight o'clock because <laughs> I was just exhausted. It is so. it is exhausting, but it's worth it. Yes. Totally. So worth we had it. a great time. I would definitely recommend it to any of our clients. And we are here to help you if you would like to plan any of the Run Disney events or, you know, just any of your regular Disney weekend. Um, Disney is one of our favorite things to plan, and uh, we'll actually, I will be there Thursday, so. Me too. <laughs> in two days, two days, Jamie, <laughs> I will see you in Orlando, <laughs> and Jennifer, <laughs> we will we will send you selfies and sad faces, because we'll miss you, but.
2: Well, I appreciate <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys are, are, they're very good to our listeners, these are my expert Disney park people, so let them go do it because they're, they're wonderful at it. I'll pick some of the other things to do and add to that.
1: <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening today. If you have any questions or would like to plan your experience at Disney, send us an email at info at or contact your personal travel agent. Thanks for listening.
0: Bye, guys. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits podcast hosted by Pineapple Escapes. Travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. You can find us on the web at www.pineapplescapes.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes.